Hi, welcome to Tuesday Night Chats with Dr. B. Baker, and that would be me. And we're going to have an exciting time tonight. You know, it's really interesting. I was um, just doing my own thing. Actually, I wasn't. I was doing ministry stuff. You know, I was doing some books, which I just really love to do in Jesus' name. <laughs> okay, you know, doing all of these things. And um, I normally don't pay that much attention to the mail that came in. Came, came in that came in. But um, I want to welcome all of you from all over the world. Uh, we're located here at 1914 Trade Zone Boulevard, San Jose, California, 95121. Phone number 408-945-4439. Uh, email, I mean, web address, www. Well, let's see, it's not the 13th yet, so... It's still a soundinglove.org. But after the 13th, it will be mtem.org. Anyway, okay, now that I got that over, listen to this. Anyway, picked up the magazine, and it was from Kenneth Copeland's uh, Victory Magazine. And I didn't realize this was uh, his 2020 magazine. And he, on the face of the thing, was this uh, guy, Cameron Arnett. I guess he's an actor. And I started reading his article. Well, in reading his article, it was really interesting. And then and then I went from that to read uh, Ken Fulton's prophecy and what he got for 2020, which just about, uh, you know, I'm not going to say blew me away because I'm not going to be blown away by anything. It was really interesting because so much of what I had, and I haven't watched TV, well, watched Christian TV or seen Kenneth Copeland and stuff in, in quite a while, right? I'm going to go through that prophecy. I'm going to read it to you. But um, one of the things of so much of what God told us that this is what was going to happen, uh, the prophets and apostles, the apostles and the prophets and whatever it is are speaking the same thing. So you can be assured that what it is that God is saying is so, you know, is so true. And us and our nation and nations are some of the most important things that's going on. But I'm going to give you a synopsis of this, this young man and um, um, what happened here. So I'm going to do a lot of reading tonight. And uh, as I said, this is their 2020 magazine. This is a January 2020 magazine. And even if you go online, it's only the uh, 2019 magazine. And it says, creating a new reality, Cameron Arnett drove down the sun-kissed streets of Hollywood. Uh, anyway, it was Solomon's heart and all this stuff. Okay. Uh, and when the magazine comes to the ministry, you guys should get it so you can read the whole thing. Okay. Here's the deal. This guy, he was born in uh, Haiti. His mother uh, decided she was going to move to the States. She got enough money to do that, moving all the people and stuff over. And uh, he got into modeling and got into... Um, movies and things of that nature. And he had, um, you know, God had told him, he had said that he would not do any news or any any skin type type thing. Uh, you know, he was in uh, movies such as The Last Dragon and um, let me see, he played on TV things like Doogie Howser and 
uh, MD, Star Trek, The Next Generation, China Beach, The Equalizer, which I used to like, Miami Vice, and you know, a whole lot of different things. So he played a whole uh, different things. But listen here, um, uh, he came home and Cameron got a call from his agent to discuss the terms of his contract. There's a partial body nudity in this role, he said. I don't do nudity. Okay, I'll talk to them and get back to you. When his agent called back, he told Cameron, we've worked out a deal. They've agreed to use a body double. Then Cameron heard a voice of Holy Spirit said, you have to shun every appearance of evil. He said, I'm sorry, I can't do it. Anyway, so he ended up losing his career for not accepting that call. So he, he, he lost his career. Uh, his wife divorced him. She left, took his kids. And uh, he was, you know, devastated there. And because the money was getting low or had just about, uh, uh, you know, run out. And, and, um, and he says, I tend to look on the bright side of any situation. But not being able to live with my children was the hardest thing I ever endured. I went through bankruptcy, lost everything. I ended up living in the back room of a house belonging to somebody on welfare. Okay. Uh, despite the troubles he found himself facing, Cameron didn't give up on his newly found faith. He had uh, uh, come to the Lord from, uh, well, he had heard of Frederick uh, uh, Casey Price. His mother told him about that, and he had watched that. And then there was this Jewish guy in New York that he got born again through something that that guy said. Anyway, this is, this is really great. I want you to, to hear this. And, um, uh, despite his troubles, he found himself facing. He didn't give up on the newly found faith uh, in God. Over time, things began to get better. One day, he was sitting alone at home, and Cameron had an encounter with God. Uh, what do actors do? This is what the Spirit of God asked him. What do actors do? And he heard the voice. He says, I don't know, Lord. Uh, you're God. Tell me what actors do. <laughs> so... Uh, that's how he answered God. Actors create a new reality. They allow people to suspend their own belief system in favor of a different reality. Then he heard these words. <clears throat> he says, uh, uh, Tammy, you're, you've been on stage and won many awards for acting. You create a different reality. What I want you to do is Teach my people how to act like me. Okay. I want you to teach my people that the Bible is the only script, Jesus is the only character, Holy Spirit is the only writer, uh, uh, Holy Spirit is the writer uh, embodied that, uh, and, and then embodied that, be Christ in your skin, have the mind of Christ. My people are disciples, sons, duplicates, portray Jesus to the society. When he saw something that didn't line up with heaven, he infused his reality. He opened blind eyes, he commanded God's word on the earth. One day after that happened, the Lord orchestrated 
that I would be at a Kenneth Copeland meeting, Cameron recalled, I thought the way he leaves the pulpit, walks down the aisle, his eyes are so piercing, he goes back to the pulpit, points his finger, commanding God's will to be done. And I said to myself, he's acting like Jesus. Suddenly, it all made sense. We're all actors creating a new reality. The only script is the Bible. Okay? And the only character is Jesus. He was talking about Kenneth and the religion, and that's not part of it. That's not part of it I'm going to get to. I put Christ first in my life. I left Hollywood behind. I never thought I'd act again. One day, Holy Spirit spoke to Cameron and told him, check on your godson. You haven't seen him in six years. Those words eventually put him back in touch with the boy's mother, B.J. Walker, a force to be reckoned with in Atlanta, with a degree in fashion, merchandising, and MBA. And this is a public book, so I can read all these names and stuff. I'm not doing anything wrong. I just good advertising for Kenneth. B.J. had done commercial acting and modeling. She'd uh, entered beauty pageants and won all of them. Then uh, she started doing television and uh, set the rating ablaze. She anchored a news, noonday uh, news for NBC. She spun the wheel for value for dollars and fire. So she did a lot. But this, this is a part that's really, I mean, really fascinating. I'm, uh, you know, uh, the first Tuesday in every month, from now on, it's like movie night, right? So, this comes right in time, okay? Yeah. Um, and she did something with MTV. She was a music jockey for the station owned by Michael Green, whoever he is. Uh, she had been hosted. <laughs> she had, had also um, hosted two interviews uh, with the likes of Beverly Tyson, Rosalind Carter, and Lena Horne. I know who two of them are. A brilliant businesswoman, B.J. built her own production company. She owned a company that had hired Cameron back when he modeled in Atlanta, and she had been a boss. Cameron would never forget the first time he met her. She was arrogant. She said something to uh, put the young model in place, leaning across the desk. Cameron had looked in her eyes and said, I'm not going to take that. <laughs> it happened. Uh, having set the record straight, the two of them established a good working relationship. Years later, after the two had gone their separate ways, DJ contacted Cameron with a special request. Now, this is, this is just powerful. This is God, you know. Having come out of a tumultuous relationship, she was expecting a child and decided to raise him alone. She wanted a name. She wanted to name him after the only two men I've known with integrity. Uh, she told him. The men were her grandfather, who was a former pastor, and Cameron. When her son was born, he bore Cammy's uh, acting name, Cameron, in the middle uh, was the grandfather, uh, which was Clay. And uh, Cameron flew to New York to, to attend that and all of that kind of stuff. Five years passed, he hadn't spoken to them, he had called. Now, here's the part obedience to God. 
you, you guys will be able to have this whole thing and be able to read it in, in full. But I just want to give you some things because some of the stuff I want to talk about tonight, as I read these two things, then, you know, we've been talking about obedience, right? And obedience will get you in the right place no matter what happens, okay? Uh, <clears throat> obedience is not, I'd listened to Cameron's calls for weeks, but I hadn't answered. BK remembered. My stepfather had been diagnosed with terminal cancer. I stayed with him until the end. He was the dearest man. And he'd been a wonderful father to me. He kept saying, BJ, your husband and children are coming. I said, Dad, that's the drug talking, you know, and the, the, the latter part of stuff. I had given myself completely to the Lord. I wore a wedding band and told anyone, uh, I mean, told everyone that I was married to Jesus until he brings the one just like himself. Okay? After Dad passed, I was at his house one day cleaning when Cameron called. God uh, must have shoved me because one minute I was in the hall and the next I nearly fell over the phone when he rang. We talked five hours and by the time we got off the phone, we were getting married. <laughs> Cameron boarded the plane and flew to Atlanta. He knew the Lord's voice. He knew he had been told that BJ was his wife. In truth, they didn't really even know each other very well. They had been friends for a few years when they worked together. Otherwise, the only contact they had, they attended uh, her son's christening. He had attended their, her son's christening. And uh, he, he was talking to him. I was broke and had lost everything, Cameron remembered. BJ, having lived a powerhouse life on television, having her own business, dating millionaires, also, now alone, devastated by loss, and yet, she was with God. She was filled all about God. I asked her to marry me. She accepted. That wasn't, now listen to this, this wasn't a love match. We were both simply being obedient to God. Y'all know I've said for years, you know, I don't have to be in love with nobody to marry, but I know that God has said, this is this. It ain't about love. That will happen. I don't, see no, I don't see any place in the Bible where it goes, oh, let's date, let's go do all of this and find out if we're in love. And then you go and get divorced. Because <laughs> the love that you had didn't last. Okay, whatever. At any rate, I asked her to marry me. She accepted. It wasn't a love match. We were both simply being obedient to the Lord. After we got engaged, we spent the next nine months getting to know, it, know one another. We married in November 1998, surrounded by all of our children. It was bliss. We fell in love with each other uh, uh, more each day. Now, this is the, it's almost over. Uh, 1998, <clears throat> they started Light Dominion Church as a Bible study. They went from holding services in their home to a movie theater in an affluent uh, Buckhead area in Atlanta. And we cleaned up beer bottles and popcorn for each service. <laughs> 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 he recalls as a church group, so we staying connected with KCM. Uh, anyway, they do all these different things for, you know, their vacations. They do that for their vacations. And uh, we were teaching people to live by faith, just like Jesus, and to do exploits for God. I was happy preaching the gospel. 
2013, BJ was on her way to meet. Okay, here again, except ordered by God, okay. 2013, BJ was on her way to meet a friend for tea, and she heard the Lord say, that's who you want. Who you need is Cameron Arnett. During tea, BJ's friend pulled out a book she'd written, and um, was being, that was being made into a movie. She mentioned the name of the man she wanted to portray the character. That's who you want, BJ. Um, that's who you want, BJ said. Uh, who you need is Cameron Arnett. Uh, BJ, do you think he'll do it? I won't ask him, she said. That's his wife. Uh, you have to approach him through an agency. Back home, Cameron asked BJ how things went. She described the conversation. No way, not doing it. So he walked away. Change of plans. For two weeks, I kept getting a story in my dreams, he recalled. Cameron recalled. I later discovered that I was dreaming the storyline of a book that was being made into a movie. It was a Christian film called Stand Your Ground. The Lord told me to go to the audition. I said no at first, but of course I obeyed and I got the part. Afterwards, roles kept coming to me. I told God I would never chase another role. If he wanted my life to take that direction, I didn't want to do auditions. Since I've acted in 18 films and only auditioned twice. In 2018, while in Nashville, I'm, I'm, I'm leaving, I'm trying to keep eye contact with you there, you know. <laughs> okay. In, in 2018, I, I really believe that this is for someone that's on, on uh, um, the video thing, too. Uh, in 2018, while in Nashville for a meeting with the board of the International Christian Visual Media, Cameron had, Cameron had just stepped off the escalator when he heard someone shout his name. It was Alex Kendrick, who, with his brother Stephen and Shannon, are well-known producers and directors of such popular Christian movies as, you know, Flywheel was really, well, <laughs> but that was that's a movie I watched way back then. Even when I wasn't a Christian, I liked Flywheel. It was so funny. I mean, it really, it's it just, it's an old, it was, ter it was terrible. I mean, you know, but it was good. You know, I just enjoyed it. Facing the giant, fireproof, courageous, and war room. Alex took Cameron to dinner and told him the storyline of their newest film script, a movie titled Overcomer, and the role of the cat character named uh, Thomas Hill. I don't know anything about it, but I didn't see it. Uh, I don't know, I don't know, I didn't know this guy, I didn't know this guy knew who I was or that I was even on his radar, Cameron uh, recalled. I'd like you to consider the role, but you have to go through the process, Kendrick told him. That meant if I wanted the part, Cameron, uh, uh, Cameron said, that I would have to audition. He did, and the role of playing the part of a blind man was his. I, saw, uh, I really saw God show up in the auditions, Cameron said. I hate auditioning. I knew it was all God. When Overcomer was released, this past August, over 1,700 theaters, in over 1,700 theaters, it was, all, it was amongst the top five movies in theaters. Movies usually have a shelf life of about two weeks. 
he explained, we, recently, we were recently in our fifth week and expanding to almost 300, to another 300 theaters. So far, it's been translated into seven, 71 languages, and it's about to cover the world. Christian films are the fastest growing genre in the industry. Sony established a firm, which is the banner under the Kendrick Brothers movies, and our uh, movies are made. Lionsgate now banners Kingdom Studios for their Christian films. After having a career he so desired taken away from him, for standing by his convictions, and then watching as God restored that, restored all that he had lost, but on a much higher level. Cameron now understands why God asked him many, many years ago, what do actors do? This hasn't changed. What we do, just uh, what we do, just the field in which we do it, he said. God has transitioned us out of the four walls of the church into global ministry. Instead of calling ourselves a church, we do what we always have done under the Camry Arnett Productions. Through the medium of film, Cameron and B.J. Arnett are taking the message of the gospel to the world. In December 2019, Cameron Arnett Production Studios released their first film, Maddie, The Discovery of uh, uh, Maddie, which, whatever, I guess, The Discovery a part of a trilogy. I believe that God is using this film to help bring the last great harvest to souls. So what I'm saying, uh, the, the reason I wanted to read that is, is that, um, you know, uh, we're starting to have movie night and we're going to discuss things, but you're going to see things. And I really believe that a lot of these things are going to, to happen where we're able to... Um, discuss with, with people, uh, inviting people from, you know, different walks and stuff to come in and, 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 and watch a movie and just watch God move, you know, and then uh, having it so that they can ask questions. It's on the same format as to what it is that we do now, but it's just, it's, 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 one, it's one of those things. This is one of the reasons that I found I don't try to push myself into anything. Say, it's not about pushing yourself into anything. It's like, okay, you know, um, I know that I've had losses. I know things were bad. I know this has happened and this has happened. Okay? But it's, it's, it's the, the Word of God. If he had not been grounded in the Word of God, see, this is one of the reasons I'm telling you. You, you can, you can, and, and, and I'm going to tell, uh, I'm going to read Kenneth Copeland's thing here. But you can, can, can have all of your spirituality you want, but if you are not known, if the, if the Word of God does not know you, it's okay reading. You see, many people, as I said the other day, many people can quote the Word of God, but the Word of God does not know them. It's not in your cellular being. See, it's the Word of God which allows him Okay, when 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 he when God was talking to him, he was a, when you you read you'll understand that everything God said to him was scripture. You understand? It was scripture. But if you don't know scripture, you're gonna miss it. You 
you understand? If you don't know scripture or if scripture does not know you, and then you can get legalistic. Because you're, you're, you, you, you know, you, you, you have to, you have, uh, what, what I see is we have to be the Word of God. Yeah. Just quoting the Word of God is not, is, is not good enough. You see, it, it's like the Word has to know you and you have to know the Word, and your words can be few. Nobody cares. It's show and tell. Show and tell. It's not tell and then watch it show up. It's show and tell. Do, do, do you understand? How do we show it? We show it by like, like being him in the earth. As he is, so are we in the earth. And when we be this, when we manifest this, then the things that we're, 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 we're wanting to accomplish, the things that are necessary will happen. You see, it's it, 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 we are letters, we are signs, we are wonders, and we are to share those. And, and what do you mean by that? We're to speak the situation, we're to change situations. And when we do this, we know that we're acting out the Word of God. It's not about what any other thing does, it's not about what spirits do, it's not what the angels do, it's not what any of those things do. If we're not grounded in this word, in the word of God, we're going to miss it. Because you're going to very easily be dismayed. I mean, you're going to very easily go off on some kind of little rat, not even a rabbit trail, you're going to go on a demon trail. And those demons are going to destroy you. Okay, and, and, and it's really, really, really important as we come into 2020. I'm going to read uh, uh, what, what Kenneth Copeland is saying. And the reason for it is, is that, uh, as you remember the word that God spoke for me, he was talking about visions and, and seeing what it is that we're going to do with what it is that he's, he's giving. And so it's not going to be one of these, 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 weird, these weird behind things that we're going into all of these things. It's like um, uh, ideas and 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 and, and uh, inventions and things. But also with the inventions, he's going to give the instructions as we get this because it's great getting an invention. But if you don't know what to do with it, what good does it do you? Do you understand? If you don't know how to follow it through, so it's like. He gives you something. You start to pray that thing through. Oh, he told me this. He told me this. He gave me this. He told me. God told me. God told me. God told me. God told me. Well, where is what he told you? You understand? It is showing and telling. This is what we're coming into. This is what we're coming into. It doesn't matter what you think you hear. It doesn't matter what you think you know. You better, you better spend some time in prayer and with the Bible. And if you're just praying and not having the Bible open where you're looking in the Word and the Word is looking in you, you will miss it. See, you have to, you, 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 you're, you're praying this in. God, your Word says, your Word says this. And, and, and he's, he's going to lead, he says, I'll lead and guide you into all truth. See, that's a choice. Okay, now let me read to you what, what, uh, any questions so far? Okay. This is all woman's night here tonight so far. <laughs> during, during 2019, the Lord spoke to Kenneth Copeland on, 
on several occasions about the year 2020. The following is part of what the Lord said. Uh, take the time to meditate. Okay, on these words, they're powerful. Okay, he says, new visions. 20, um, uh, uh, new visions manifest power, which he gave us that, and great change in 2020. What about 2020? What about 2020? Many things will be said about the vision about vision in 2020 because of the natural nature of 2020 eyesight. But you and I and those who seek the face of God and know the voice of God will have vision, insight, ideas, and concepts. And it will be a time of fulfilling. You know, we talked about that. Uh, uh, well, if you get a, a copy of what it is that he said a couple weeks ago. Fulfilling of the word that was spoken in my word that said, the young men and the old men shall have visions and dreams. My dream, said the Lord, is the continuous rebirth of this nation. It has already begun and it will continue. For you see, in the last days, I have taken over the politics of the United States. It is the only nation ever founded by a people specifically because they love me and wanted, wanted to worship me. And I have never forgotten it, and I will never forget it. I am the God of this country, and it will be reported far and wide, and the people will come from far and wide. And they will say things, and they will do things, that they have no idea why they said them or why they did them. For in 2020, the continuing rebirth of this nation is a surety. It is a good thing, and you will see it come to a place that is more than you have ever dreamed or wanted in a place. This is mine, I promise you, and I give you my solemn word, says the Spirit of Grace. I, I, I know, I knew what to do with the pharaohs and what these little, and these little politicians of today, ha, ha, ha. <laughs> oh, they are so easy to deal with compared to the pharaohs of old, but I knew how to deal with them. I know how to deal with politicians today. Oh, there are some who think they know. They think they're they're going they're doing what they're uh, supposed to do. Ha ha ha! All over the world. Oh yeah, I know them all. I understand them all. I have insight into their thinking. You hear me now? You understand what I'm saying? From the top of the world, all the way around, uh, uh, all uh, from the top of the world and all over the world. Wherever there is a government, wherever there are people, wherever there's voting, wherever the people can't vote, I'm there. And those who think, who don't think I hear or I don't understand a word I, uh, and, and don't understand the word I'm saying, I hear it and I move in behalf of it whether you think I do or not or whether they think I do or not. I hear the cries of my people. And there are certain things that are taking place today that would never have taken place 
has my people not prayed and cried out to me? Oh, there are the days. Uh, oh, these are the days, says the Lord. These are the days of mighty grace. These are the days of wonder grace. I like that. <laughs> certain lines have been drawn. Certain things that can't be crossed. Certain things that cannot be changed. Other things that can and will be changed. Certain lines have been attempted to be crossed, but they can't because they uh, because they are established in my word. I keep telling you, if you don't know the word of God, if the word of God don't know you, you're off. You're off. You understand? Okay. Uh, uh, and, and understanding, this is the reason, I, I really believe this is the reason that he's taken us to understand how the word, what the word of God meant when it was written. Because we take taking the 21st century understanding, 20 and 21st century understanding, and trying to put that to his word, and we're but backwards. You understand? We're trying to put... Uh, uh, new wine and old wine cans, and they're not going to work. You got to find out what the Spirit of God. What? Why is it that it's so important that God talks about first mention, the law of first mention, the law of first mention? It's just like in in writing. It's just like in in uh, in, in anything. If we in um, uh, we in the United States of America, if we didn't start with the ABCs. If the little Jewish children, they start at three years old with the uh, uh, learning the, the alphabet. You understand? They have to learn. I mean, at three years old, that's when they start. And here we are thinking we got brilliant people that when they're five years old and eight years old learning to read. You know what I'm saying? Uh, uh, but at three years old, they have to start to learn that. And they start to sing it. They start to do these things. Why is that? It's important. And that's the foundation. Our foundation is the alphabet. Their foundation is the alphabet. The, every every beginning, without that foundation of the alphabet, you're not going to read. Do you understand? Uh, uh, my grandchildren learn phonics. Dorothy Code just taught them phonics, and that's one of the greatest things that could happen. Okay? But if, if you don't have the foundation, so what, what's the difference? If you don't have the foundation of the understanding, of the Word of God and why and how it was written and the understanding of the words of the Word of God, you're going to give it a new meaning. And then we're going to be off kilter going in another direction thinking we're just doing everything in God. Are, 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 are you tracking with me here? Okay. That's not something Kenneth Copeland wrote. Uh, I... I, I let me finish reading his prophecy. <laughs> I mean, the prophecy. Okay. Um, okay. Uh, oh, my word and, and the Lord, uh, um, uh, they are established in my word, says the Lord. And I know what I'm doing. Okay. 2020, the year of new vision. This was the part that God had given us, one of the parts that he had given us. Actually, two of these parts. Uh, the year is revealing... New visions this coming year that will be absolutely stunning. They will include insights, ideas, and concepts that have never been heard of before. Joel 2, 28 and 29, 
and Acts 2, 16 and 18. You see what I'm saying? Even prophecy has to line up with the Word of God. Uh, tells us it will come to pass that afterwards I will pour out my spirit upon all flesh, and your sons and your daughters shall prophesy, your old men shall dream dreams, and your young men shall see visions, and also upon the servants and upon the handmaidens in those days I will pour out my spirit. 2020, the year of change and manifested power. We talked about that. 2020 will be a year of great change, wonderful and magnificent changes in the kingdom of God and the earth, in the kingdom of God and the earth. Changes that will come because of insights, ideas, and concepts directly from Jesus to his church by his mighty spirit, glor uh, mighty spirit, glorious concepts of how his laws work. The laws governing increase in financial prosperity, the laws of the Spirit that release miracles and divine healings, the manifestations of his mighty power on the earth, new concepts of his love. We've been talking about that. Okay? His very person, for his, because he is love, in, insights into true power and strength of his joy. <clears throat> it, will, it will be... It will be days of political change, great victories, and great defeats for spiritual enemies of God, and His people shall be uh, shall uh, shall be crushed, spirit, not flesh and blood. But those, <laughs> uh, but there are those on both sides of the political divide who refuse to listen to the Lord Advocate General of the Church, of the Ecclesia, okay, not of the religious laws, all right? That's why we got to understand these words, because you don't understand prophecy unless you understand the words that God is talking, okay? Their dreams shall be dashed, their desires shall be wounded, and they shall be removed from their offices and replaced some by the ballot, some by tragedy, and some who in despair will quit and, and go and do something else. How many times have you heard this? Okay, we've spoken this. We've spoken this. This is my country, says the Lord Jesus. It was founded by people who love me or, uh, uh, for their sole purpose of their love and desire to worship me and to worship Almighty God. And I will never forget that. Change. 2020, the year of change and manifested power. 2020, the year of removal of politicians. Those politicians who refuse my call to unite and become the United States of America. And not just America. These politicians who refuse to listen. And those politicians who continue the pathway of hate. I will remove them from their places. I will remove their influence from the record book. I will remove their candle in their families. I will remove them from office and put someone in there who will. So this is this is what Kenneth uh, 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 Copeland uh, 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 got, and and his the whole book is is, is is I haven't read the whole thing. But uh, we get a whole stack of them, and, and, and this time, don't just throw them away. Just, you know, put them out, and people can, can read them, and the one in 2020. So, but at any rate, 
you know, I, I, I want to um, I want to talk about these things because I believe that the, the body of Christ, that a lot of people in the church, that we're walking in deception, and it's time to stop. You know, we 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 uh, we don't understand what walking in the spirit really means, and and in walking in the spirit, uh, it, it 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 doesn't mean being weird. You understand? It's grounded. See, walking in the Spirit is nothing more than walking in obedience. It's living a life that's obedient to the Word of God. That's what walking in the Spirit is. The Word of God is Spirit. It is Spirit and it is light. It is Spirit and it is light. Do you understand? I don't live by prophecy. I don't live by, by, by hearing all of this stuff. I don't live by... Holy Spirit told me this. God told me this. Holy Spirit told me this. God told me this. I don't live by that. I live by the Word of God. That's what I'm rooted and grounded in. Do you understand that? And when you're rooted and grounded in that, then when you hear, you can connect that. It's just like prophecy. I mean, God, uh, 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 someone can give you a prophecy. Well, if that prophecy is not something that, uh, this is why, okay, back up. When he says in his word, try the spirit by the spirit, what do you think he's talking about? By what the word of God is saying. See, that's the spirit that we try any spirit by. Where is this? Where is this? Okay? And then if you have if you have a understanding of the Word of God and, 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 and who it was written to. You see, here's another thing that happens. We take a lot that's in the Old Testament and we try and put it into the New Testament. As Greg Stevens says, here it is, you're married to Jesus, but you're still trying to date Moses. <laughs> you understand? And that, that ain't going to work. Okay? That is not going to work. I'm not going to be able to pull Moses up and say, well, here, I'm going to follow Moses, because Moses is of the law. So I can't be free and, 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 be, and, and be in bondage at the same time. It doesn't happen. He who the Son has set free is free in their actions. Okay? I, I, the, the, the law is good. The law is perfect. All right, the law of Moses was perfect. All of it's perfect. But God, uh, uh, Jesus, wrapped it up just in one or two laws. Love the Lord your God and, and, and your neighbor as yourself. Well, when you love him, you're obeying him. He's already said that. See? And, and, and we live by faith. We don't live. We live by grace uh, uh, and faith. We don't live by, by law. We don't live by that. We, don't, we, 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 we try to work it up. I can't get God to love me any more than he loves me anyway. I can't, I, I can't get him to do that. You know, I had to tell somebody this afternoon, I said, you know, you, when you pray, you keep saying, give me more, give me more, give me more. How much more? He gave you 100%. Ain't more, no more than 100%. Do you understand? Our prayers should be, allow me 
to 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 believe uh, uh, you, you know I, I thank you that I have everything I have all wisdom all knowledge all understanding all insight everything is on the inside of me okay help me to walk in it I thank you that you're helping me to walk in it I thank you that you're helping me to expand my belief in it you're expanding I'm expanding it's about us being ready to do what it is help me to walk in this level of obedience. Help me to walk in this level of, of understanding your word, of, of understanding who you are and what it is that you're doing. To stand rather than continuing to bow. All right? But there's nothing more he can give. He can't give more glory. He can't give more anointing. I mean, the anointing, the one, how can I say that? He says, then I'm going to send you the spirit of truth who's going to live in you. And he will teach you all things. He will lead you into all truth. Well, if he's going to lead you into all truth, how can you say, God, give me more truth? When all truth is already in you. Okay? Uh, 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 let me walk in that realm of faith. Let me walk like you in the earth. Let me be confident in this. You see, that's why he sent apostles, prophets, evangelists, pastors, and teachers. For the, this is why I tell you, whatever it is that I say, go and study it. Check it out. Look in the Word. Don't just say, that's the Baker say it. You know? Uh, uh, no. I mean, you know, Dr. Baker said, and I found it in the Word. So it agrees with what it is that she said. See, it has nothing to do with, because where did Dr. Baker get it from? She got it from the Word of God. Do you understand what I'm saying? I'm not going to follow somebody into a dark alley and get my behind killed. And I don't want you to either, spiritually or emotionally or financially or any other area. Are, 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 are you following that? Follow me as I follow Christ and make sure that I'm still following Christ. How am I going to make sure I'm still following Christ? Because I'm still using the Word of God. And that's who I'm following. You understand? If I start to tell you, oh, well, you don't need to look this up. You don't need to do any of that. I will tell you in a class, in, in service or something, you don't need to do all of this. Here, here are the scriptures. You can check all those out at home. Keep, keep following this. And, and why do I do that? Why do ministers tell you that sometimes? They do that so that you will go home and study. Being like the Bereans, they heard what it was, but then they took their little rusty behind home and they studied to make sure that what it was that was being said was accurate. Are you, are you following? Yeah. It ain't time for no lazy Christians. It's not time for lazy people. We don't, you don't have time to be lazy. And you don't have time to try and shortcut it. And that's the thing that we do. We want to be so spiritually minded, and you're not spiritually minded, that's demonically uh, minded. Do you, do you understand? Yeah. Because... Uh, being spiritually minded is great, but what spirit are you listening to? Hallelujah. <laughs> Any questions? You said that uh, you have uh, received similar words and that um, other apostles and prophets have received similar words as you were reading. When it's speaking of the continuing rebirth, 
rebirth of the nation. Is that a, a spiritual rebirth? What does that refer to? That's a spiritual and a a a a first in the spirit and then the natural. It's a spiritual and a natural rebirth of the nation. Because as we learn, as we sit in our seat, understand this, be on earth as it is in heaven. That's real. Okay. It is not uh, just as, as the, what I read to you about this, 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 this man, this actor, right? Okay. He came out to get equipped, and then he went back in. And his, 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 his stand and his testing during his standing time uh, 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 changed something for him. And now he's doing what he's doing. And even the, 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 those in the natural realm, Sony, I mean, Sony ain't, ain't no believers. Okay? And, the, you know, they're not, the, the, they don't, I mean, they do a lot of stuff that, okay. Even they. Uh, this is a, this is another. Uh, uh, they, they've not only done it with, with these guys; they did it with the guy that did the production thing. What's that? What's that young man's name? Um, uh, they did the producer uh, thing. Uh, uh, at any rate, what's that black guy's name? Huh? No. Uh, at any rate, the young guy he wrote a book. He he he. Uh, if I had my iPad up here, hey. huh? Yeah. At any rate, but 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 um, first in the spirit, then in the natural. What it is that we're doing is we're changing the atmosphere, and when you change the atmosphere, then you change the culture. Devin okay. Franklin. Huh? Devin Franklin. Oh. Yeah, Devin Franklin. Oh. Yeah, Sony backed him and some stuff too. Okay, because he refused to compromise. He refused to use profanity. He refused to be undressed. He refused to do those things. And his wife is a, is a model and an actress also. So uh, uh, what I'm saying is this, is that so it's, it's, it's a political change in both places because I believe what God has started with us and, and uh, uh, in, in the political thing, letting us know our political rights and responsibilities. See, we're coming out of the clouds and coming into uh, our solid ground. Do you, do you understand what I'm saying? And 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 and, and so it, it's changing uh, people that say I'm not political. Well, then you, you're not you're not in the earth. You don't have no family. You all by yourself because family is a politics. Okay, that's the first place you learn about politics is in the family. And am I right? Okay, that's the very first place you learn about politics is in the family. So what it is and what's being said is this, is that, uh, um, uh, um, okay, let me ignore this over here. Uh, what, uh, what it is and what's being said is this, whatever it is that goes on in the spiritual realm has to happen in the natural realm. And we are involved in politics. We are involved in nations. Otherwise, if he did not want us to be involved in nations, why would he tell us? When he says to pray, he's saying decree and get involved with uh, 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 Israel. He told Paul, he says, go to the kings. Why would he say go into all the world? You understand? We have tried to stay out of the world. Okay? And he said, I told you to go in the world. That's rebellion. That's 
And that's why we got to stop talking all this Christianese. You know, oh, Holy Spirit told me this, God told me this, God told me this, God told me this, God, oh, and God showed me this, and he showed me this, and he showed me this. People don't care about any of that. You know, here it is, you go and you say, you know what? I, I, I see, is this going on with you? Is this going on with you? And you can start to speak those things, and then people don't wonder where you come from. Well, how did you know that? How did you know that? I do prophetic therapy, okay? I, I mean, that's the only kind of therapy that I did. And most of my clients, they're, they're not believers. So I'm telling them, we're dealing, they're going through stuff, and I'm saying, I remember at, okay, at, wait a minute, what, what about this in this place here at three years old? What happened here when you went out to that bathroom and this happened or that happened or the other happened? How did you know? What, what do you mean? How did you know that? Let's talk about it. Let's talk about how this is affecting your life now. I don't immediately say, oh, God showed me this. I'm talking the rocket scientists. They ain't going to win them that quick. Do, do, do you understand what I'm saying? So he will show you. He will give you insight if you will do what you're to do with it. It is changing things. It will change nations. It's going to change this nation. That's why we don't live by what we feel. That's why we don't vote by what we feel. We don't, we, don't, we don't treat people by what we feel. Because all you're going to do is deal with the natural realm. And when you deal with the natural realm, you missed it anyway. Because you're going, you're prejudiced, you're bigoted, you're, you're, you're partial, you're all of that stuff. It's about you of me, you know what I'm saying? It's about me and how this is going to affect me and my people and my nationality and my my stuff. When that in the first place ain't God. <laughs> if, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. It, 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 that's, that's why I meant, oh, I, I thought this was so funny. I was talking to uh, one of the ladies in the church uh, yesterday, or the day before yesterday or whatever it was, and I was talking to her and she's Asian. And um, I was saying to her what I some, some, I was giving her information of something that I saw and how I could identify this and that it is dead. And she said, "Really?" I said, "Yeah, all Asians don't look alike." And she, I said, "I can distinguish them." And she just busted out laughing. She just thought this was the funniest thing. And I said, "You know, we we stereotype. We just look and say, all of them got them with slanted eyes, so they all look alike. All black people look alike. All these people look alike. All these look alike. You know, and all this kind of stuff. And it ain't it, it ain't necessarily so. It's because you have not cared enough to look and see the difference in these people. You understand? It's because it's not common to you. All of these different nationalities, all of these different things, they're common to me." I study people. I care about people. I have all of these people in my life. So therefore, they're not just a group. They're individuals. And I can see these differences. Why? Because I got eyes to see. All right? So as God says, I want you to, to go into all the world, then you you have to be able to know what you're going to do in all the world. You can't go in all the world with, with your Shambhala Honda. You do that at home. 
You do that in your closet. He says, go into your closet. Go into your place of prayer. You spend time in that, and you come out, and you're super, you know, um, super duck, super person, <laughs> superhuman, you know? Yeah. You ain't simple human no more. You are not simply human. I, I don't know why I get these cheap things that say simple human, and I keep garbaging them in my email. I don't want nothing that's just super uh, simple human. You know what I mean? I'm not simple any of it. I mean, I'm simple-minded to the Word of God, but I understand, and I'm pulling these things and finding out. In in other words, unless people have questions, we'll kind of close with this. But um, what it is is this. If you don't have a foundation, if you don't have a sure foundation, if you don't really understand why this is from here, if you don't have a historical foundation, then you're gonna be off. You're gonna be off your pedestal. See, history is important, and the history. Why would God put all this history in the Word of God if it wasn't important? Why would He say study? So I got to study the natural to understand how the how how they use different things that came into the church. And when Jesus came, he did not say, I came to bring, I did not come to bring a, a, a religious organization. He says, I came and I brought a government on my shoulders. So if it wasn't a government, oh, he didn't mean it like that. He just meant in heaven. Why was he on earth? See? So we have to come out of that so that we can, can, can be, um, uh, so that we can go into the world. And, and, and we can change the culture. And, and, and uh, you see, the reason that the church <coughs> has allowed itself to pick up so much of the world's language is because they didn't even know their own language. We didn't know what the basis, we didn't know um, the, the, the root of our own language. And so when people talk to us, they just, they just, they just, you know, talk circles around them. And they find out just how ignorant the church is. You don't even understand your foundation. All you understand is, hallelujah, glory to God. Amen, amen, amen. Don't even realize what amen means. I mean, so be it. Well, what does that so be it mean? How does that look? See? And we have to, as we, as we understand where we came from, then we can know what we stand on. We stand on a firm foundation, and then we look. We love. We love the and 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 the, and the devil is just laughing at us. We love the supernatural, but we're not using the supernatural. We love the mystical. Is really what it is. It's mysticism. People love the mysticism because see, the the supernatural manifests us. Jesus walked in the supernatural. Paul walked in the supernatural. Peter walked in the supernatural. John walked in the supernatural. And things happened. And what happened to them was they, that their, their bodies and their whole being was able to do things that others couldn't do. See, the supernatural empowers you to live a supernatural life. So this is this is where we're going and this is what we're going to get
Any questions? I guess we're having technical problems tonight anyway, yeah. So, no questions? Did you get anything out of this? Yeah. yeah. Hallelujah. Well, since I've been here an hour, I can tell it's time for my break. Up <laughs> to water today. Okay, let's receive God's tithes and offerings and spell hallelujah. Yes. Huh? What did you say, Lonsie? Pastor Lonsie? Oh, okay. Huh? Oh, okay. Okay. So, uh, <clears throat> um, um, let's see. Connie, why don't you, oh, come on up, well, never mind, you're getting ready to write your check, Diane is doing something. Uh, we're, we're going to uh, 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 receive the tithes and offerings, and, and um, uh, that's what we're going to do. Okay. And I apologize for the, the, the problem that we're having. Okay, that, that, ain't, that ain't my problem. That's not my problem. That is not my problem. That is not it. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Let's bring that on up here. <laughs> Hallelujah. Okay, give her the mic. And put the uh, camera over in that direction. Let them, you know, put it over in that direction. Father, we thank you and we praise you for this evening. We thank you for everything that you brought forth through Dr. Baker and through the question, questions. Thank you for answers, Lord. And as we bring our tithes and offerings and gifts of love before you tonight, one of the things that you say about the tithe is to prove you now and then and see if you will not open up the windows of heaven and pour out such blessing that there won't be room enough to contain it. And you said one of those blessings is wisdom, knowledge, and understanding. And so tonight, we thank you that that's what you opened up for us. You're opening up doors. You're opening up windows, giving us eyesight, the ability to see from the inside out. Thank you for your truth. Thank you for course correction. Thank you for the ability to trade, to, to receive what was spoken tonight. Thank you for the blessings of the tithe, and thank you for the blessings of the offering. We choose to prove you tonight. Because we know that you're faithful, and what you said you will do, you have done and you will do, and it will manifest. So I decree and I declare that for every person here that has given, that desires to give, and every person online, prove God tonight and, and test him and see if he won't open up the windows of heaven and pour out such blessing into your life that there won't be room enough to contain it. He is God, and he will do it. He's faithful. So we give you all the praise, all the glory, and all the honor in Jesus' name. So be it.
And the Lord bless you, the Lord keep you, oh, uh, and the Lord make his face to shine upon you and let the Lord give you his shalom, because he's already given it to your people. And remember, if you um, we'll see you next